Nelson. Hey, y'all. I'm Dennis Hong. And this is Help. I'm an Entrepreneur, a podcast for those who have taken on the challenge of entrepreneurship and who love tips and advice from successful entrepreneurs who have overcome tricky obstacles along the way. Today, I have Dennis Hong, a co-founder of Pattern, a business that completely changed the dynamic between how retailers like Amazon and Walmart handled returns turning products that ended up in landfills into a sustainable, low-cost experience for shoppers, also known as green purchasing. So I've definitely heard of thrifting, but I imagine most haven't heard of green purchasing. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's not as trendy yet. With your journey, you've definitely solved the one challenge is sustainability, but there's still the other half of the equation, which is getting the product back out on the market. Tell me a little bit about how challenging it is to switch gears and work in the B2C space when you focus mostly on the B2B space. The B2C space was quite challenging, especially if you're trying to start your own like green, like household brand. Marketplaces like eBay and Poshmark make it really simple for you to meet your customers because historically those are more of your secondhand and used good marketplaces. And we've found great success in that. But on the flip side, our own house brand of selling these products, it's been a little tougher just because we're essentially selling brands and those brands are competing against us as well. And we've been trying to figure out a good way to, I guess, market ourselves. Currently, we market ourselves as an online drift store, but it doesn't, so far with the amount of Google ad spend we've been spending on a month, it doesn't really, like the results haven't been super fruitful. Well, in that case, what's one of the things with that difficulty that inspires you most when working in a space that you're not as familiar with? What inspires me the most is other companies make it work, mm -hmm. right? And if other companies make it work, then I, in theory, can make it work as well. So if they can do it, you can do it. Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Just because uh, I'm in the belief that Hard work pays off, right? And mistakes happen, but you learn from them. But I think it will work if we keep pushing at it. And that's kind of for me, right? Even though I don't have, especially on the Google side, like I'm not an expert at it. And even on our personal website, I'm not an expert at it. But I know over time, it'll get more efficient and it'll get better and better. It just takes time. Getting your first client is one of the hardest things to do. And since you got started in 2017, you now have some really large clients. Tell me about the struggle you had getting your first client. And what was that like? Oh, wow. Um, it's like a pitch, right? Yeah. You you try to figure out the right things to say. The I hate to say it, but the problem in this industry is that a lot of times, if I'm a young Asian guy coming into the scene, it doesn't seem legitimate. Oh, that's interesting. You want to expand upon that a little bit? Uh, sure. Um, it's crazy because um, I got that from an old partner that my dad used to work with, and he said he he told me the exact same thing. In the returns industry, most of the executives that deal with returns are are older uh, are older gentlemen. And if you're not essentially part of that club, you can't like you can't just you can't like, be in the club. You, you can't just be in the club, right? So kind of like pushing myself in never really worked out, right? Never really worked out in the way I intended it. And again, like for the first client, I'd say I think the hardest part was trying to figure out like the pitch, right? Kind of like the mass pitch competition I mentioned about, like how do you pitch someone uh how do you sell something right i think that's so i think that's so so important right and i'm still trying to figure it figure it out today right um is it a credibility was that i think it's it? i think it's a big credibility part just because um there's not too many startups and the, there's not too many startups or companies in the space that we're in right now uh, -huh. uh all of the ones that exist are already pretty well established mm -hmm. 
and um, there's not a lot of new up and coming like emerging startups in our space. So a lot of times they they're more focused on um, big, like, you know, obviously partnering with big business than like kind of like versus a small one like us. Mm-hmm. So credibility is really hard for you, and you're trying to get into the space, and you just you know kind of feels like an old boys club. Like- essentially, essentially, yeah. But what's crazy is. Um, we actually had um, we actually just onboarded a new client um, this last month, and they actually found us. And nice. I was we were so like happy because that's the, that's actually the first really? time. Yes. That, yeah, exactly right. Because a lot of times you already know this, right? Like yeah. a lot of times you're the one you're the one that has to reach out to people. Hey, like I'm Cindy from Social Robin. Like is it it's just like in the like, beginning? And, you're, and, like, yeah, you're like, oh <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what she's talking about, you know, like, but how like, did you find us? Yeah, like whoa, you know, but no, like they so they reached out to us mm-hmm. and they needed help with their returns and now like uh now like we're officially working with them, which is crazy. And that's the first time that's ever happened. Uh-huh. And we're like, whoa. Excited. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it's it's so exciting when it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I imagine you for the same thing. Yeah, well, the very first time I was like, they found us on Google. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean like, especially with like, especially with like how much like big competition there already is uh-huh. outside, like you finding you specifically, it's uh, pretty rewarding. It's pretty rewarding. Like, am I finally someone? Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Finally exactly. Someone. Yeah, exactly, right? And, and you, you know, and I imagine you know the feeling. Oh, it's yeah. great. It is great. Yeah. It's a, it's a relief and it's also like, oh, finally, I do have that credibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm finally there. And that it's nice. Exactly. Yeah, and nice. then you can take off. It's nice. So they're like, this brand is a, uh, I won't say the name, but they're essentially uh, like a just like a leather shoe brand, and they already work with big companies like Nordstrom, Macy's, and like just your major, just your major kind of like clothing retailers. And they're essentially we're just helping them with the returns. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Having an existing business and switching gears for another brand is an extremely difficult task. And even for successful entrepreneurs, you can see that cracking the code doesn't come easy. What does come easy? For Dennis, it's the determination and the knowledge that if other companies can make it work, then so can he. And lo and behold, with getting his first client and even now, he's shown that hard work does indeed pay off when you get the business pitch just right even when it seems near impossible to get your foot in the door. In the next episode, we have a special segment to uncover some confidential tea with a behind-the-scenes story from Dennis. What happened to Dennis and his family, and what did it have to do with the origination of his business? Join us next time to find out. You can find out more about Dennis Hung on LinkedIn and find out more about his company at pattern.io. That's P-A-T-T-U-R-N dot I-O. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at helpimanentrepreneur.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify for the opportunity to get early access to episodes and to get answers to your entrepreneurial questions from our guests and more. See you next time.